This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And as someone who has been buying buy and hold real estate for the better part of 20 years, somebody who has been flipping properties for just over three years, someone who now has over 2,000 students from around the world, I wanted to do kind of a state of the union of real estate investing. As you know, if you've been watching this channel, I took six days last week to kind of check out for a little bit, still did the daily financial news show because I believed it was important to continue that. But other than that, that was the only thing I did each day. And really what I did is I thought about my investments. I thought about my students. I thought about the followers on this channel who check out the content or maybe have a favorite multimillionaire or expert that we watch each week. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to tie together what I have been calling, what I've been warning, highlighting, whatever word you would like, the housing slowdown. I want to tie that housing slowdown into why it is an opportunity for some and will be terrible for others. And I want to do this by talking about different housing investment strategies that I hear, that I see a lot of you chasing. Where possible, I will highlight other experts that have given me these ideas. But rest assured, these are my opinions and my opinions only. I'm a guy on YouTube. Yes, I've looked at my market every day for 20 years. Yes, I have thousands of students, hundreds of transactions. But hey, I'm wrong all the time. Just ask my wife. So the first thing I want to talk about is I think we have seen the peak of some business models. This first concept comes from a conversation I had with Anna Kelly just this week. She, she and I talk every Wednesday. She was telling me about one of her beach Airbnbs, actually the first one she ever purchased. She just put it on the market and is set to close in a couple of weeks. She's at the top of the market and she got full price. In addition to that, she's looking to 1031 that investment into an Airbnb property where her children will be going to school. What she told me is while her property is up a healthy amount, and we will talk about those details next week, she is looking to, to move that investment into the Airbnb market, which has seen condos go up not 100, not 200, but in some cases, 300%. Think about that. There are some beachside communities in the state of Florida, according to Anna in her research. She just did a three-week journey around the state of Florida. She highlighted that many of these have seen 2 and 300% appreciation. Folks, that is an example of a local bubble. That is an example of people moving in when there's limited supply, using their cash to overbid each other, and artificially raising prices. So if you are in the business of looking for Airbnbs, that's the thing you want to do. It might be time to step back.
from some of the beach-oriented communities that may have lots of investments. I suspect as we head into the winter, the, the months that are lower activity, you may see more inventory. So I think on the Airbnb, the kind of weekend or weekly rentals in vacation spots has peaked. I expect international travel to pick up next year. One of the things we are seeing this year is just a huge spike in domestic travel, especially travel that you can get in your car for. I believe that starts to unwind. We now have airlines like Delta, American Airlines, and others talking about vacation travel is up to 2019 levels. I believe international travel is next, and then will be business travel. So I believe if you had an Airbnb in a beach-like or high, you know, a, a frequent vacation area, now is probably the best time ever to sell that asset. Next up, let's talk about flipping. You know, about six months ago, maybe eight months ago, Omar, who is my real estate entrepreneur, who I talk with every Tuesday, he and I were talking about flipping. And we were talking about, dude, this is the best time ever to flip. If you can get a deal under contract, you can spend 60, 75 days fixing it up. You could list it into a market with no inventory. It will sell like hotcakes. And we were right. Talking with Omar last week and again next week, we're going to talk about the market being fundamentally different. Listings are up. Options are up. Buyers are taking the summer off. So right as listings are rising, demand is falling, and yes, we have what Mike Zuber calls a housing slowdown. So if you are flipping and you are uber aggressive and you are still adding units to your portfolio, it's about to get expensive. Your hold times will be longer. Your repair lists will be longer your cost of capital higher. It's time to be careful. As a flipper, you are lucky. You'll only need one yes answer. But a lot of you are flipping in dangerous markets. If you are flipping 2x the median, if your median is 350 and you're flipping 700, oh, I hope you can get out soon because as you get into the winter months, it is going to get slow. The housing slowdown is going to happen because a lot of the people that can did. A lot of the K-shaped recovery that we've been talking about on this channel already got that second home, already got that house, you know, away from the city. Not many people need a third. So be careful. I saw a lot of flippers that were flipping above the median last time. Frankly, be arrogant. They thought their stuff was the nicest. They thought they could hold out. And pretty soon, the cost of capital, the falling prices, they were done. So flipping is particularly dangerous if you're starting right now. If you're about to exit, you exit in July, maybe you exit in August, you'll probably be okay. But boy, if you are starting a flip now, just be careful. Make sure you got a good deal. Make sure you got a great deal. Make sure you have multiple exits. What happens if you have to hold that property a year? Can you rent it out? Have multiple exits. Another thing I want to talk about is wholesaling. Wholesaling has been a tremendous business the last 18, 24, 36 months. 
I know lots of them, and lots of them are having record months. As inventory increases, as um, you know, the, the MLS gets more expensive, you're going to see your cash buyers, the people that wholesalers sell to, they're going to be lowering their prices. Because believe me, wholesalers, if you're selling to one, two, three, four, five flippers and they are stuck with inventory, they are not going to be buyers. They're going to be stuck. So wholesalers, it's time to expand your buyers list or be extra careful. Also, start rerunning your numbers. Prices are going to get soft for junk. Wholesalers, you have been so lucky the last 12 months. You could, in theory, get retail prices for junk. That market is over. It's over. And if you don't change your business model, your marketing strategy, things of that nature, you can get caught. Your cash flow can dry up and you could be out of business. Now let's talk about owner occupants. Owner occupants, you are in a, I don't know, enviable, enviable position. If you are an owner occupied buyer and you are looking to live there 10, 20, 30 years, doesn't really matter. Find your right property. You are going to have more options. Stop overbidding. Stop dropping contingencies. The market is not March. March was nuts. No inventory, lots of demand. It is changing right now. Do yourself a favor. Stop offering so much over and don't drop those conditions. Again, it is now middle of July. It is soon to be August, and August is not March. Be more selective. If you are in a high-priced market that is very bubble-like, again, the best example I have is Boise, Idaho. I don't understand. It is so crazy. Be careful. I don't. You might want to rent if you can, because there are some very bubblish markets. Not nationally. Nationally, we will be fine, but there will be some bubble markets for owner-occupants. You know, no building, lots of demand, prices go up. Now let's talk about buy and hold landlords, specifically residential, who I am, who one rental at a time is. Folks, the market is coming back to us. If you take my course and do the work just in step one and step two, you are looking at your market every day. You are seeing inventory rise. You are seeing stuff come back on the market. You are seeing price drops. These are all things that I told you were coming and they are coming now. Now what I want you to do is I want you to keep that daily discipline. Remember, if you take my course, the number one question is, what is an average deal? What is an average deal in my market? Once you know that, your job is only to do good or great deals. And folks, the next six months, perhaps 12 months, you are going to have something you haven't had for 18 or 24 months. You are going to suddenly see motivated sellers. I have only seen motivated sellers a couple of times in 20 years. We are about to see them. There are some people that are listing their property, hoping beyond hope to get a high price, and then it won't happen. It will sit and sit and sit. They will have price drops, and pretty soon... That property will get no activity, but the seller still has to sell. 
People in my course are putting in our Facebook group all the time. Hey, I got a deal. 10, 8, 15% under list. That's because you found a motivated seller. Again, every listing is not motivated. Some people will just take the property off the market and go, we're not going. But now you're going to find them. Everything I teach in One Rental at a Time or How to Get Started One Rental at a Time is about learning your market. I don't care if you're a wholesaler, flipper, owner-occupied, or buy and hold, or Airbnb. It all starts with understanding your market and getting a good or great deal. Most of you not in my course are not doing the work. Most people not in my course look a couple times a week. They look sporadically. They look at all different things. You have no focus and no discipline. What I teach, what I talk about is what I try to show on this channel. Focus and daily discipline. If you want to know what average is in your market, do the work. If you want to do good or great deals, do the work and write good or great offers. So again, should you be buying in 2021? Well, if you get a good or great deal, yes. You should always get 30-year debt. Don't have interest rate risk. Don't forget that. If you're buying in a bubbleish market, like Boise is the one I can think of, be extra careful. But yeah, I think we have seen the bottom in inventory. It is already rising every week. We are seeing price declines like never before. And if you pay attention and document your market, you are seeing properties come back on. I told you it was coming. I've been here a couple of times. That's what you get when you listen to one rental at a time. You get 20 years of experience, multiple cycles. I'm not somebody who's only been doing this for three or four years. I was doing this long before the last crash, during the crash, after the crash, on the way back. Pretty easy. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. It looks like in about 28 minutes, I will be speaking with Dion Talk and the Lumberjack Landlord. I think we're doing another three-video uh, view. So have a wonderful day, everybody. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.